All right. Um, all right. I guess I will introduce. You guess? How many episodes are we it? in right now? <laughs> you want to do nine? No, I just, just like, um, who's going to start this thing? <laughs> hey guys, I'm James and with me as always is John. I'm John. And we are trying to podcast. We have been podcasting. We are nine episodes in. We're nine months in. Wow. John, how do you feel about that? I don't even know how to feel about that. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I mean, I know we've done nine episodes, but it doesn't feel like that long. No, I. Yeah. I mean, it's funny to say like nine episodes and then like other podcasts do like one podcast a week. So they hit like nine after a month. That's true. But a lot of them, how many of them are people Good. like them just doing it on their spare time? <laughs> no, but people doing it on their spare time. All right. But yeah, this is a podcast episode nine. And today we are going to be talking about Hocus Pocus one and Hocus Pocus two for this beautiful holiday season of Halloween. We aren't going to do what we did with Hell House LLC, where we kind of walked through the movie and talked about scene to scene, but we will probably um, explore scenes, talk about certain scenes, and because Hocus Pocus 2 recently came out, expect spoilers. Um, I know I'm going to talk about the ending to that movie, because it's well we'll get to that i guess it's interesting i have thoughts on it mm-hmm. thank god because we're doing a podcast about it for like history sakes i'm i've watched Tokus pocus in the past i probably watched it two or three times you know growing up but it for some people that was their holiday movie it was not mine uh, how about you, John? What what were your, what's your history with Hocus Pocus? Uh, well, I saw it a lot when I was younger. Like, you know, it would come on TV every year. I would watch it. I don't know when I stopped watching it, but I've I've seen it quite a few times. And then, since I've been with Michelle, <laughs> I've heard about it a lot, and I've seen it a couple of times because it's one of her favorite movies. Like, she loves that movie. Um, like she has like hocus pocus things. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I hadn't watched it for like a long time. And then recently I've seen it. I even saw it in theaters. Like, oh, during, yeah. Like during the pandemic, when they started re-releasing old movies, one of the movies they put out like on, like in October, I think like two years ago or something was hocus pocus. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. So wait, that, that means they had, they had a reel of it or. How does that work nowadays? Everything's digital now. Okay. So you just see like a 4K, you know, version with better with surround sound. Right. So, um Hocus Pocus 1 for people who don't know, it's a Halloween movie uh featuring three witches who I don't remember their names. They're the They're Sanderson not sisters. Yes. Uh They're not important. The names are not important. Oh, okay. <laughs> the characters are, and we'll talk right, about I mean, them. Well, I mean, I had to cast this up. 
So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, Winifred Sanderson, Sarah Sanderson, and Mary Sanderson. Yeah. So Winifred, Win- Winifred, Rina- Winifred. Okay, Winifred. Um, she's kind of like the main witch, the one in green, red hair. Mary was like the. What's the politically correct way to describe my body type? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I don't, Heavy said? I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was the third one? Sarah? She she couldn't she couldn't be the brunette one. She had to be the heavy set one. <laughs> <laughs> if the actress of um Mary is listening to this, I am also fat. I am probably worse off like okay. <laughs> i you don't need there, a fat shame yourself no, to to cover up <laughs> well no I, there was no there was no offense i was saying i was just trying yeah, to know, describe her and i guess i go to body types for whatever reason like i i mentioned the red uh, hair society of, maybe <laughs> yeah yeah but uh and, and what was the third one's name sarah Sarah, yeah, she's blonde. Okay. Uh, blonde, yeah, yeah. And there are three witches. The movie kind of starts with um, not the origin story of them, but the origin story of them kidnapping a little girl to steal her life essence so they can live longer. But the problem with that was the little girl had an older brother who had an interesting acting um <laughs> let's just say i got used to the acting by the end of this but he was a better voice actor than an on-screen actor <laughs> i literally wrote my first note on my uh piece of paper was he's like trying to find his uh sister which we're going to talk about their relationship later but he's looking for his sister and he has like a friend helping him and they see like the Sarah like taking his sister into the woods and his friend was like, Oh, she's a goner. And he's like, not yet. (laughs) You go back to the village and get my father and round the men. And then he runs into the forest because he's a young teen boy. So clearly he had that handled. Why wait for his father, you know, to get the pitchforks. I mean, she could be dead by then. She was, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, let's fucking talk about it. They killed a child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, and, like, during that scene, you kind of learn their, like, personalities. They're very comedic. I The way I ended up defining them in my head was, like, they're the Three Stooges, pretty much. Uh, like, that's their, like, dynamic. Like uh, Winifred being the uh, the leader who's down talking the other two, and yeah. a lot of there's some slapstick going on, right? I'm not yeah. making that up. So, yeah. Anyway, she beats them all the time. Yeah, there's like actually a really great uh, moment that I remember laughing at was um, I think. The boy's name is like Binks. Like that's his yeah. Thackeray, Thackeray Binks. Yeah. Uh the one looking for his sister. 
and he's trying to save her and they catch him and he calls Winifred ugly and she was just like how dare you oh my Sarah he called you ugly like we, we can't let that go unpunished it's like what <laughs> But yeah, they kill the child, they get to live, but then the villagers, and then they turn Thackeray into a cat, uh, an immortal cat who cannot die, because now he has to live with the guilt forever now, which, that's an interesting take. (laughs) Why do you say that? I was just like, fucking kill him. (laughs) Like, really? Yeah, but they wanted to punish him. They didn't well, feel like Winifred was... wanted to punish him. Yeah, I think well, even like one of the other sisters was like, "Oh, let's steal his life essence too." But uh, anyway, that's when the the village comes in, and they hang the sisters. But before they hang them, Winifred curses the village of Salem, uh, saying that on all Hall- Hallow's Eve night. Uh, when a virgin uh, lights a candle, a very specific candle, we will come back. And can we just talk about this movie? Is very when was when did this movie come back? Nineteen ninety three, I think. Actually, it came out. Yeah, around there, ninety three, ninety four, something. Because like that. that's when the movie takes place. And I, I mean, I guess what I was two years old, two three years old. Was being a virgin back there just the funniest thing that they can come up? Because there's like some like knocks to like this teenage boy being a virgin kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be like not funny, just like embarrassing to keep yeah. being picked. But up. also he he's a he. Well, I don't know the age of the actor at the time, but he's a boy. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed odd, like a high school boy. No, I I think... No, no, no. I I don't think it's odd. I think it's playing into... So, like, the horror trope is that it's always a a girl, right? Mm. So this time it's a boy, right? So in, in in, in those horror movies before that, in the 80s, it was always a girl. And it was always like, oh, she's a prude. She's a, you know, like, oh, that's, you know, she's the one, blah, blah, blah. And, and... It's like picking at her. They're not making it funny necessarily, but it's like picking at them. And then the boys, it's like, oh, they're always ahead. They're always, you know, they're, but they're full of shit. You know what I mean? You find that out in those movies too. It's like, they talk a lot of game, but really they they haven't done shit either. So they flipped it. They flipped the trope onto it's this kid. And so they just kind of kept poking that fun at him to just, right. just cause you know, they flipped that trope. So I get what you're saying, but like, I feel like for people who, watched horror movies before that and then saw that that was like refreshing i think we'll get into this more but i think that's a big part of this movie's success right it's actually a really like feminist movie it flips a lot of all the important characters are women all the smart characters are women you know like the guys actually fuck up all the time like even banks it's like he had to fucking get turned into a cat and (laughs) like live forever to finally be able to do something but yeah, and then after they get hanged, it goes into the the actual story where I just want to talk about this scene where it's a classroom. The teacher's like talking about the 
Sanderson sisters, and a young man there scoffs at, oh, poppycock of this Halloween traditional story for the city of Salem, Mm -hmm. but whatever. And He's a Californian. Yeah, he just (laughs) calls him out, like, what? (laughs) Okay, cool. Like, that great way of making him feel, you know, connected to the village. Just call him out as an outsider. Well, he did that to himself, in a way. I I know what you're saying, but... (laughs) Well, well, a teacher should know better, uh, in my eyes. So... she didn't go hard. It was just like light fun. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, but then like Max gives his spiel and Max being one of the main characters, he just moved to Salem from uh, L.A. So, you know, big city boy in a small town. And I, I don't know if I'm going to use this term correctly. So you're going to have to tell me um, because I feel like, you know, more younger people. But he seems like a bit of a fuck boy. <laughs> Am uh, I wrong? I don't know. I don't know. He's just a teenager. Like he 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 definitely is trying to act cool. Yeah. And... He has an ego about him because when he goes like blah blah blah, this is all bullshit. Then, like, one girl, like, sticks up for, like, the, you know, Halloween horror tradition. Like, witches Mm -hmm. are cool. And, like, he doesn't argue with her, but instead he gets up and goes, like, here's my number or some Mm -hmm. bullshit like that. Like, trying to play, like, be a playboy. And everyone was just like, did that just fucking happen? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's ego I think, I mean, I think he just wanted to give her num- uh, his number and like. But in front of the whole class and after she like straight up just disagreed with him about like, it, like him kind of maybe not intentionally like insulting the town in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Where she was just like, fuck you, like, which is a real or whatever. I get what you're saying, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like he was just. It's not even that he's confident. I think he's just trying to... It's a false thing. Like, he's trying to project confidence to try... Impress. And, yeah, try and impress. Exactly. So, I don't know. I, I, don't, it, I don't think much it, of it. But but again... It like she, she, no, that's what I was going to say. She gets... You know, she gets the last laugh on that one, though. <laughs> yeah, because, like, literally the... Ne- like, first of all, the bell rings, so you're allowed to leave class. Uh, and, like, the guy who is sitting by, behind the girl... Allison is her name. Mm-hmm. She is also a main character. And he was, he kind of like just shook his head at it, Max, like, nice try, new guy. <laughs> did he actually rhyme that or did you just do that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then it goes to the next scene where he goes, like, chases down the girl and goes, like, I'm sorry if I embarrassed you. And she was like, yeah, no, I was not the one embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even remember the little like flirting he tried to do, but she goes like, oh, so you really don't believe in, uh, you know, magic. And he's like, no. So she hands him like a piece of paper, which the audience knows is the exact same paper. It's folded mm-hmm. exactly the same way uh, mm-hmm. the guy folded it. 
But he thinks he got her number, opens it, and sees his number, and goes like, oh, man. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Like, I, I don't know. He... Then he writes up. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if you're saying like, really, like, how did he not know? Is because he's keeping eye contact with her the whole time. Again, he's trying to project, you know, confidence and like that connection or whatever. So she gives him the paper. He's not looking at the paper. He just takes it and then he opens it and looks down at it and then sees it's the fucking same thing he gave her. Right. (laughs) But I feel like that kind of just made him like her more. (laughs) Like. I mean, probably. Well, I mean, de- it didn't deter him. Um, <laughs> he is a horny, horny little boy. Um, he is a virgin. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, like later on, he's like trying to make out with his pillow, calling it like the Allison, which. Whatever, like what? What boy didn't do that in high school? I think I can honestly say I did not do that. You never like cuddled a pillow and imagine it was your crush or something? No. Although I always cuddle my pillow, but just because it's comfortable. (laughs) I mean, kind of the same, but I do like... I don't pretend it's a person. Well, I do because I'm lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... As he's writing home, we need to talk about these two characters, though. We have to talk about these two characters. Okay. I, I do feel like I'm doing oh, the Oh, the two best characters in the, sh- in the movie? <sighs> Shut the fuck up. Um, so, he, about first of all... about ice. <laughs> so, first of all, he rides through a fucking cemetery to get home, which, whatever. Cool, I guess. I guess that's what Salem is all about, cemeteries. I, I've never been. And two riffraffs are hanging out on top of a tombstone. And again, let's just talk about the acting here. Holy crap. It was amazing. I feel like they... I feel like they told these two actors to be like Bulk and Skull from Power Rangers. I don't even remember. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. Well, fuck you. Um, if they were the bullies, like the OG Power Rangers. Yeah. I don't, this they I don't were remember. the smoothies. Sh- okay. But it feels like they were just told to be high school bullies and given no information on that, and they bully Max into being like, "Oh, Hollywood! Oh my God, yeah, Hollywood!" Yeah. Where I'm. Jackson or whatever the fuck his name is, and this is Craig. No, I'm not Craig anymore. I'm Ice, and he turns around and he has the word Ice spelled into his hair. Like, I guess they Shaved, trimmed it. You know, yeah. yeah, which you know that's a choice. This actor had to do that. <laughs> like that, I, maybe you can fake that, but I feel like they didn't have the money for it. I feel like they had to shave ice into this poor boy's head. <laughs> was that guy even a boy? I feel like he was the oldest of the teens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
I don't know. He was a heavy set person. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, they bully him for being an outsider and steal his shoes. Max goes home. Can we talk about how shitty his parents are? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I understand. Why do you think his parents are shitty? So the whole like, oh, he's clearly in a bad mood and they're like trying to talk to him, which is okay. But he's like, fuck you guys. I wish we never fucking moved here. It was a fucking terrible day. He walks away and the mother goes like, what happened with his shoes? And the father was just like, uh, it's just what kids do nowadays or something like that. He said maybe some kind of protest. Right. And it's just like, fuck you. Like, come on. Like this. Not only that, this kid probably. Max doesn't give me a. I went and got a part time job, saved up money to buy nice shoes. I feel like his parents absolutely bought those shoes for him. Mm. And I don't know. Max looks like the motherfucker who talks about shoes. You know, those weird people who's like sneakers are cool. That's my personality now. No, I know people who like sneakers, but I don't know people who that's their personality. But um, I don't know. I first off, it's just supposed to be funny. I think yeah, I know. Thinking it a little bit, but um, also like maybe I mean maybe that's what makes them shitty parents. But like maybe they just didn't want to push it because he's already doesn't want to talk to them. You know, he's already upset. He doesn't want to talk to them. They probably it's possible they kind of know. And that, you know, like, this is just an adjustment period. They probably just think, like, it'll blow over. You know, it's not worth... Uh, which just shoes. is fair, but it was, like, the protest comment was <laughs> odd to me. Like, what kind of fucking... Pro- like, rebellious teenager, you know? Like, he's he just being ridiculous. Because, no, because, again, the point is, teenagers don't make sense. Teenagers do irrational things. He's a, a, sure. an angry teenager, and he maybe did something stupid. I don't know. So let's actually talk about uh, why I I kind I'm kind of like not nitpicking, but these are the things I picked up on. I felt uh, I had a hard time like getting into the movie. Mm-hmm. So when I were seeing, I was seeing these things and picking up on these things and be like, "What the fuck?" I know it's 1993, but what the fuck? Um, no, but the thing it, is, that's that's realistic. I mean, you can say that. All parents are shitty, but a lot of parents move their kids around and don't want to deal with what right. that's doing to their kid. But I would say that's also kind of shitty. No, okay, but I'm just saying, you're saying, oh, I, I, I can't get into it. Yeah, oh, you can't get into reality because no, that's no. how parents are. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I had a hard time getting into the movie in general. Like, it okay. took a while before it, like, hooked me. Yeah. Because um, the, like, beginning, like, Gang hit with the acting in the beginning was just like oh, okay, this is okay, and then it, yeah, but it was campy like that. It's yeah, yeah, but it's not no, like they don't me, know what that scene plays like. Oh yeah, no, no, no. But it's just like it was campy, and then it goes into like the modern day where they're trying to like introduce the characters, uh, which wasn't campy at or I didn't find campy. I guess in the classroom. Yeah. No, that was campy. 
Okay. Like that's why the teacher is just messing around with him and why he's being so ridiculous. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's not quite real, you know what I mean? Like it's a little bit right, right. it's a little bit it can't be. Like I don't know. <laughs> I maybe also went into the movie like not in a good headspace. Mm. So it took a while before like I got with the groove of it. Also, I felt like there was a couple moments that were like like slow down the movie. Oh yeah. I mean it's definitely not no one's calling it a perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it there are some <laughs> pacing issues. The whole devil house part. Like Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It t- took me a second to even remember what you were talking about. Yeah, like that should have just been cut. Or just been like they go in and then the kids steal the brooms and then they come out and be like, he's not the real devil or some bullshit like that. Yeah. But um, there was enough that kind of took me out. Like when I have to pause the movie and I start like pacing around in my own thoughts, like I'm not hooked, you know? Yeah. So it took me a little while. So I'm maybe I'm being a little eh, but these are the things I picked up on and fuck it. I'll comment. Also, I took way too many notes in the beginning and I think I filled up half of my paper. Uh, before I got to the halfway point, I'm like, I'm taking way too many notes. Jesus. I mean, I guess it's offsetting the fact that I forgot to take notes and am just really <laughs> responding to what you're saying rather than having my yeah. own thoughts. Uh, let's see. Sexually harassed pillow before his sister comes out of the closet and sc- scares him. Uh, his sister is named Danny. She is like, what, eight? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Really. Yeah, young. It, the I feel like the very concept of this movie is definitely like um, sibling relationship, definitely like older brother, little sister, because in the beginning we see uh, Binks fail at protecting his sister Yeah, and becoming a cat, and this movie is kind of Max, not having that happen and he doesn't want to take his sister trick-or-treating his parents weren't going to take her trick-or-treating because they're going to like a party uh like a town party which is interesting because i thought the point of having children is so you can go trick-or-treating again but i guess that's not the point no, usually once those older siblings old enough, the parents push that off onto them. If I ever have kids, I'm trick or treating. Fuck it. <laughs> I want candy, motherfucker. <laughs> candy that's now hurting my body in painful ways, but that's fine. It's delicious. Anyway, tantrum and cuts to him taking her trick or treating. Also, I don't know what his problem is with the whole trick or treating thing, but whatever. He just thinks it's lame. He thinks he's outgrown it. True. Yeah, he just seems to... uh, Halloween hurt him at some (laughs) point. Like, it definitely has that vibe. (laughs) But it's more so like he's in a new town. He doesn't feel comfortable. And he would rather... He would rather isolate himself than um, do what Danny, you know, wants to do and immerse herself. And this girl, oh my God, I love her attitude. I love her confidence. 
uh, was not afraid of the bullies who come back and who are terrorizing little kids, stealing their candy. <laughs> That's because she thought her older brother could beat them up, though. <laughs> yeah, she, sh- <laughs> she should have listened to her brother when he was like, let's go this way. But again, she, you know, she gets it from her family. She doesn't understand body language and social cues. Um, she uh, walks up to these bullies, tell them, hey, my my brother can kick your ass oh who's your brother oh hollywood hollywood that's <laughs> <laughs> so i don't, know how I don't think they were this funny <laughs> i just found it obnoxious i maybe they are connected with i don't know maybe i connected too much with max <laughs> the poor virgin in high school i wonder why i connected with them i don't know uh so he gets in a fight with his little sister and this is the quickest like breakup and like getting back together like literally it's like cut and he's like i'm sorry Walks because out, like i'm because sorry she, yeah well it's not like they're like similar in age she's you know a little girl and like he felt bad you know yeah no and she loves him like she she seems like some like you know some siblings don't get along like that but she some do and so she yeah, doesn't yeah, want to yeah. stay mad at him i don't know i didn't think much of it i just thought it was like a quick cut and then it's like another quick cut to like the next house where they kind of break into it like i i don't know if there was like a sign or something that says oh come in to get the candy they just walk in this house was having a very weird Halloween party where everyone was dressed up like colonials. <laughs> and that seemed like a red flag to me personally. I don't know. Uh, what kind of like I get themes for a Halloween party, but colonial? I feel like that's not crazy to me. To especially in Massachusetts, I could see that. Oh. Uh, the history. Cause like Everything I've learned about like that time period was when I lived in Massachusetts. They didn't teach shit down here about that, really. They would yeah. take you they would take you <laughs> I'm sorry, they would take you somewhere and it's like beautiful, it's green, it's it's so nice. And they're like you're standing on blood. Battles were fought here, and they start telling you like the whole history of like a certain you know battle that happened there. But I'm just like, still rewind. I'm standing on what now? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure we had a trip to Salem too. And they do get into like the fun, you know, you know stuff about like the witch trials and stuff. But. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they should. Yeah, I know, but they get into like the like what pe- you know, not not just like the real side of it, but like into because. I don't know if it is just the town is actually like that, like the way it is in the movie, because I only went there a couple times, but they definitely like profit off of those stories. So they like have like fun things to do that are like related, you know? Right. Anyway, we find out this house belongs to Allison. I wrote down um, Allison is probably rich. Felt like a big house. Yeah. And uh, what does Danny say to Allison about her dress? How it makes her boobs look? Yeah, that was weird to me. It wasn't weird to me. Okay, but she was also like trying to embarrass her brother, being like, "Exactly." That's why it's not weird. 
<laughs> I, I forgot what the word they use, but let's just say bazingas. Uh, yabos like, or something like that? Yabos, yeah. Like, I, like Max would say, I don't really have the yabos for it. Again, I love the girl's attitude. As a, as a little sibling myself, I wish I had the attitude this girl had. I was going to say, like, I don't know. Some, some of your reactions, I'm just like, I forget that you only have, like, it's only you and your sister. Yeah. I'm like, if you had a bunch of siblings, I don't think a lot of these <laughs> things would stand out to you <laughs> as, as anything other than something you've experienced. <laughs> Not only that, me and my sister are, like, four years apart, which yeah. doesn't sound like a lot, but when I'm in elementary grade, she's in middle school when i'm mm -hmm. in middle school she's in high school when i'm in high school she's in college me and her had a hard time connecting till like recently honestly mm -hmm. we have an actual we actually communicate now and talk about real shit mostly like family trauma bullshit mm -hmm. but you know real shit we we didn't have a bad relationship but i don't think we had a good one either until recently well, that's sad. Anyway. <laughs> uh, well, and also, like, you and me have different, like, experiences with life. Anyway, they break into the museum, which were the Sanders sisters' home. Uh, Max, threat Max steals a lighter, the little pyro. Again, a connection I share with him. And uh, finds the black flame candle where if a virgin lights it, blah, 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 blah. And he threatens to do it. The Allison and Danny are like, no, no, no. Let's go. Don't be stupid. And he lights it. And the sisters are summoned. Yeah, and that this is kind of where the movie actually starts for me, I guess. It's not that far into the movie. It kind of felt like it. But I think at that point, I started like, especially when they brought in Binks the cat to be the fourth party of this group. And we learn a bit more of the personalities of the different sisters. Um, it took me a while to get into it. I talked about how it was... Um, it has its slow moments. Like It's not even like slow moments. There are moments in the movie where it's like, it's going at a good pace, and then it kind of like hits a wall. Like the scene where they uh, see the devil a guy dressed up at the devil goes in his house and it was weird. <laughs> uh, once like Sarah's trying to seduce him, he's married. The wife comes out, sees them, throws them out. And that's, and yeah, it, it was weird. And then their brooms get stolen because they had to later on make a joke about one of them using a vacuum cleaner. To fly instead of a broom. Which, you know, cute joke. And it gets brought up, like, again in Hocus Pocus 2. Where the joke... Broombas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. it, it it's a cute gag. But it, it also made me remember Roombas, Roombas exist. I, I don't care for them. Have you had one? A long, long, long time ago. Now they're smarter. Like, they map the room and yeah, shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But before, I'm like, it's just going in circles. I don't think it's actually doing anything. 
also it's like getting in my way <laughs> uh but like how how did you feel about the movie in general like the first one i mean i loved it i like i said i i watched it every year when i was younger um and then even when rewatching it again the first time was not first time but like before this time for this uh episode of the podcast was in a theater and i was surprised the opposite of what you're saying like you're like oh this is 93 for me i was like surprised how well it held up i thought it was going to be so much worse than i remembered do you know what i mean because like i was like i saw it when i was a kid you know right. so this is definitely going to be terrible but i was surprised at how funny it was and then i mentioned it earlier but like now i see why it sticks with so many women where they're like this is my fucking movie and it's like yeah like why wouldn't it be this is like one of the few movies you can watch as a little girl back then that is like showing you know women fucking just running shit either side the heroes the villains the women are the ones that are the smart ones the women are the ones that know what they're doing the women's are the ones that have the plans you know i mean there's like some scenes that i'm i mean it also kind of shows like max as a dumbass but like when they like found the quote unquote cop and like Danny and Allison was like, you tell them Max like what? (laughs) And he flubbed that pretty hard. Like he's never talked to a human being before (laughs) kind of stuff. And then I I actually wrote down like all cops are bastards. And then it's revealed. He's not a cop. (laughs) (laughs) And he also like gave him shit for being a vir- uh, virgin. It was so that to me that was the funniest one. It though. was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was funny. He pulls him to the side a little bit and goes, "I, really? I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think the one that pushed me that I was just like, okay, this was a bit too many. Was the very last one where um, Binks the cat dies after they um, banish the witches." Mm-hmm. And he comes back as a ghost and he's like, oh, bye-bye. I'm sorry I can't be a family pet to you. And he sees his sister and goes like, I'm sorry it took forever. I had to wait for a virgin to show up and light a candle. I'm like, damn, even Binks is taking shots at fucking... Maybe, hey, maybe Thackeray Binks fucked. I don't know. I I don't know either. I I don't think <laughs> I'm just saying I think that's what took so long, right? I'm, there's probably plenty of people who have lit the candle since then, but were they a virgin? You know what I mean? Like that's what needed to happen for it to work. And that's why it here, took forever. Here, well, here's I guess it would also have to be on Hollow Eve's night, but oh, yeah, it yeah. seemed it seemed like the museum was closed for a while. It was full of cobwebs and stuff. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it, it like they made a business out of it, and then it yeah. seemed to have closed down or some shit. You're telling me no other kids, like the bullies, didn't like break in like a year before on Halloween? Went, oh, Apparently not. Or maybe they <laughs> fucked too. I don't know. I just don't think anyone else broke in. Because the thing is, I, you you got to remember in that town they believe in it. I so they're not going to do true. that. It's because he didn't believe in it that he was willing to do that. But also there's like I guess it's hard for me to imagine like even if you have a whole town who believes in something you're going to have skeptics you know? 
Yeah, but just because you're skeptical doesn't mean you're the one that's going to be willing to to test it. You know, like you could be skeptical and still have that seed of doubt because you were raised that way. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. It's it's like there's you know any there, all these kids that are born into whatever religion and they believe it so hard. Even once they start breaking from that, they're still like ingrained it's ingrained like you know there's like people talk about catholic guilt and a lot of those people are not even like catholic anymore (laughs) you know what i mean like they just still have that that feeling right (laughs) i don't know it they needed it to happen for the plot of movie what do you want right 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 (laughs) maybe max was just enough skeptic horny fuck boy (laughs) person that this town needed yeah. Oh, one more thing, because um, again, you keep you were talking about like the like the the campiness of the acting, or like you know how they're chewing. For me, that was a, a like a positive thing. Like it was something that I was able to enjoy and have fun with the movie. Like not, it's not taking itself seriously because it is ridiculous, and the actors are having fun with it. Like you know, the witches are fun. I thought the bullies were fun. You know, um, and then the kids like. The uh, Max, Allison, and what's the sister again? The younger sister, Danny. Danny, like I thought they were strong. Like you watch a lot of movies with kid actors, and like, eh, you know, like like I'm thinking about like Disney Channel originals. This is like a step above that, at least in my mind. And um, I don't know. It just it just was again like it was better than I thought when I rewatched it. I thought it was it was fun. Again, I'm also coming with like probably less views than you you know like i can't remember the last time i've seen this movie i was more the xena disney channel movie i'm surprised that you didn't watch it more because even though this wasn't a disney channel original they played it a lot every year you know like halloween time this was playing and like if you were watching i'm assuming you were watching halloween town you didn't watch halloween town Oh, oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I definitely watched that, but clearly not enough that I'm having a hard time remembering the plot. So uh, you're just not into to... Halloween movies, at least when you were a kid. I mean, those were the two. Probably <laughs> like, those were the two that were playing all the time. Well, yeah, I went trick or treating. I went trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> I was more focused on the trick-or-treat. Oh, okay. There was a plan. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And I, I don't think I was watching. I saw Chucky very young. Mm-hmm. As you know, I have a fear of dolls because of Chucky. And my mom buys dolls. <laughs> and also when me and my sister were bad, she threatened to buy Chucky. And Spencer Gifts, Gifts had Chucky. It wasn't like a blank threat. <laughs> she could have bought a Chucky doll. <laughs> uh, so I think that might have like, I don't know, fucked me up about watching. I know this isn't a horror movie. Yeah, but I know. Like, th- that that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's only till recently where I overcome my fear and watched the first Chucky movie. And yeah, it's hilarious. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it fucked me up. I I don't kid. think I saw I don't think I saw Chucky one though. I must have saw Chucky two. 
But yeah, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Overall, I liked the movie. Like, I would probably watch it again. Once it got going, it yeah. over a bit more. Yeah, once I got in the groove of it. Also, what about the big scene, man? The Halloween party or whatever. Oh, uh, right. The musical number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one musical number in this movie where they sang a song that this, this movie did not make up that song. No. Like, okay. I, I had to look that up because <laughs> I wasn't sure. Uh, but they, it's like a very old song. Maybe it was like in, um, free to use, like copyright wise mm. or something. It works perfectly though. I'm pretty sure they named the movie because of this song. <laughs> uh, and it's actually a little surprising because it, it, it is such a big scene. You kind of think, oh, this had one or two, uh, had two or three like musical numbers like nah it just had this one and they put a curse on the audience to dance the night away well it's the big it's one where it's like a whole thing a whole production but there are multiple times where they sing in the movie yeah but yeah oh and let's not forget the best character of all billy the zombie (laughs) um had a great turn uh where he captured max steals his pocket knife and unzips his mouth to be able to call the witches a bitch (laughs) actually that would be great if that was like the one curse word he got to use (laughs) but no it's like you old hag you yeah (laughs) it's hard to not just say curses (laughs) Yeah. Uh and then but he was also the down somewhat the downfall because his head gets knocked off and Danny they're trying to protect Danny because the witches are like bloodthirsty for Danny. Uh they could have had any any pick of the child to extend their lives. They seem they get fixated, you know? Like yes. it's it's if they feel wronged in any way, they it's funny because, like, you know, uh, Winifred is supposed to be, like, the smart one, but she's so easy to get stuck on this thing because she could decide to do something else and they would be fine. But instead, right. she gets fixated on getting, like, some kind of revenge or something, and, and then it screws them up. And it's like the other sisters being like, hey, well, we can just deal with this another night. Because in the end of the day, if they don't do this thing to extend their lives, they are going to disappear in the morning. Yeah. Which, you know, good concept. Works. They're also very stupid. Like, they were <laughs> able to trick the witches into thinking the sun came up really early by putting a filter on the headlights. <laughs> which I guess was supposed to make, like, sun sunrise or something. I don't know. I, I'm just there going, like, where the fuck did they get the filters? <laughs> Because that that definitely felt like a um, film film crew kind of prop, mm-hmm. and less of like, oh yeah, we had, yeah, remember how we had these filters for the mm-hmm. windshield windshield wiper, you know, like for a car windshield so it doesn't get too no no, I don't know. No, I think you're right, but 
I don't know. Like, yeah, they it, it it's easy to go like they're stupid, but I don't know. Like, they also aren't from that time. Like they, that's true. At the time, they probably couldn't conceive of how it was done practically. You know, right? But also, it's just like the light hits them, and they're acting like it's poison. And it's like you can like. But just again, isn't that just a, isn't that a part of the comedy? Second. Like that's a part of like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's. I am definitely looking at it. I guess I have fun like pointing out these things, and you have fun going with these things i don't know but in the end of the day max was able to protect his sister and it's beautiful so wait no hon now i i gotta go back to what you're saying because like that's true but i guess that's why you don't like movies the way i do because movies require you to suspend disbelief to be truly enjoyed so if you don't if you're not willing to do that then there's a lot of things that you're not going to enjoy the way they intended for you to enjoy it. You know what I mean? And that's interesting. Like, why why don't you want to go for the ride? I don't have that problem with other things. It's more this, like, Halloween genre, I think. And maybe oh. that comes from watching slashers and... Um, because, you know, the the rules of slashers that scream defined and keeps defining as it keeps going uh you know like don't turn around uh you know those kind of things that were uh pointed stabs at you know older 80s flicks movies Mm -hmm. you know so maybe it comes from that kind of realm because you know watching rocky horror picture show like well, that's also super campy and fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the problem with this is like, yeah, you have campy characters, but then you, like you said, we had a good solid uh, trio. So you're saying uh, some actors feel like they're in a different movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where like they were a strong presence and them being like juxtaposed to the witches works, but then when Every other character seems like a character. It's just like, I wish they had the one character in their group as well. Mm. Because because a lot of the focus of the movie is on them, like, just together. And then the other, like, half of the movie is uh, the witches interacting with the world. So it kind of gets weird when the group that's kind of like, insulated to itself has to interact with the world and the world is campy where they're they're trying to take it in a serious manner kind of yeah no yeah that makes sense that makes sense maybe i would see that the same way if i didn't watch it so much before you know what i mean like because i i feel like when you watch things as a kid you just accept all of it you know what i mean so, so even though you can grow up and also realize that things are different, if you had a fondness for it, sometimes that like just overcomes it all. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I just probably, instead of thinking about the details, I probably just kept feeling nostalgia just watching the movie as it was. And cause you're right. I feel like the way you just laid it out, I feel like if that came out today, I would say the same thing, you know? So I guess, okay. I guess that, 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 that makes sense. 
Because I do, that bothers me. I The way you said, like you said that they feel, you know, different from the world. Like that, I see movies now and I say that. I say like, or, or sometimes it's the other way where everything is serious except for one person. And I'm like, right. that one person doesn't belong here. You know what I mean? Like, why is, why are they doing this? <laughs> Though I can get more on board with that because I feel like anytime that happens, it just shows up to be like, yeah, no, he had a tragic backstory and this is his coping mechanism now. Maybe <laughs> in some movies. Take shit. I, no, like I, I'm right. saying like it, it happens where like it's like one of the main characters. Right. And yeah. and they're just in a different mindset from the other actors. Like the other actors are like, I'm making a film. And then this person's like, I'm having fun. I don't know about <laughs> you guys, you know, but I'm just doing whatever. <laughs> And sometimes it works because they're so fun, you know? But then other right. times it's like, what are you doing? You're like, you're breaking each scene that you're in. I mean, in the end of the day, I, I did like the movie. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I guess I came from being like the adult that had to watch a child's film. And it's not like, it's not like one of those children's shows where it's also made for the adults. Mm -hmm. This feels very catered to children. Which is fine. Absolutely fine. And people can enjoy that. Should we rate the movie? I, I've, I've thought of a revolutionary, revolutionary new point system. Okay. What's your point system? Three point system. One, bad. Two, okay. Three, really good. <laughs> Three, really good. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, there's know. no other word for really good. No, but it, I know that's the last one, but it's just funny. It's okay to really good. Like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. I didn't want to say that. I, I don't want to rate it. I just know I, I still enjoyed it. You know, after all this time, I still enjoyed it. I thought it's funny. I would watch it. I probably will watch it every year from here on out because I'm with Michelle. <laughs> there you go. If you want to, you can do it. I, I just, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but you can, you can give your uh, one, two, three rating. Two. I, it's okay. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of things are going to hit two. But that's the Yeah, because really of... good is, uh, you know, that's, a, that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like saying great. Which I've heard very... I haven't heard a lot when reference to me, so you know that's really high praise. Oh man! So you're saying you're a two? <laughs> I might be pushing it. Let's go one point five. Oh jeez! <laughs> Apparently, I'm bringing the point five system. Yeah, you already broke the system. <laughs> Your revolutionary <laughs> system already didn't work. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, and let's just mention the last thing. At the very end of the movie, it shows the book and it opens his eyes. It feels like they were like, there can be more. Yeah. So let's move into Hocus Pocus 2. The movie does start with a uh, origin story of the children, which uh, the Stanford sisters being uh, children. Uh, Sanderson sisters. Sanderson sisters being children. Who are weird and 
their parents are dead and it's Winifred's birthday. They get her a spider. Well, it, it's found out that Winifred is supposed to marry some dude. Yeah, they want She's to marry like, her She's like, fuck y'all. Yeah. They're, literally, the town preacher is like, you were 16. It's time for you to fuck. So they were going to marry him, marry her off to him. And she's like, fuck no. The guy's like, thank God. And <laughs> this is where it's like, I'm in love with Billy. We're soulmates. Billy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Which we I love. in the graveyard. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's a great scene. And the spider gets out. Everyone in town is afraid of spiders like they should be. And they run into woods, meet a witch, and become witches. And we learn about this spell called Maximum Power, but it's what 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 is it called? Maximus Powerage. <laughs> it's something stupid like that. <laughs> but it's maximum power. Uh, and the book is like, fuck you, never use this spell. And they're like, we promise never to use that spell. They go back on that promise. Anyway, modern day, we meet this young uh, young woman named Becca. She is with her friend Izzy. They have a third friend that they clearly had a falling out with because who was named Casey and because Casey was dating Mike and Mike was an asshole. And again, not to do beat to beat, but uh, the movie goes into uh, Casey's father, who is the mayor, is like a descendant of the preacher. Uh, the museum for of the I love witches. that actor, by the way. I think he's so funny. I legit thought he was going to be an evil character, but no, <laughs> he was fine. Like when he did his laugh, it was just like. He's evil. He's evil. And then, and then they like play it up like, oh, he's the nicest guy. I'm like, he's evil. He's going to fucking chop someone's head off. Let's go. But no, he won a caramel apple. He had a like a f- really weird fake laugh. But, you know, something like a forced laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the museum gets opened up again by, um, I don't remember this character's name. He's a black heavyset dude. <laughs> it's the only way you know how to describe people. <laughs> it's Gilbert. Gilbert. Uh, so Gilbert opened up this and made it into like a witchcraft store. Uh, Becca is really into crystals and stones, you know, magic properties and bullshit like that. And uh, he gives her a very special present, a nice little candle, which they apparently Becca has a birthday. Her birthday is Halloween, which is kind of awesome. And they have this special like ritual they do in the woods you know like all teenage girls do okay but before you continue i disagree with it being awesome being what awesome her birthday being on halloween oh it's not awesome to share your birthday with an established holiday 
But I mean, there are worse ones like Thanksgiving or... No, if you have to have one, but I'm saying it's better to not be on a holiday because then the then your birthday is never really going to be about your birthday. Halloween's still more important. <laughs> okay. It's going to be hard to, to get people to care. I guess, but also Becca, Izzy, they seem to be more like a insular group and they made their own like rituals like after this like forest hangout thing they were gonna go and watch like movies and do a marathon and eat cookies and have a great time yeah but they could like, do that for halloween in general like it didn't have to be for her birthday she could have done something else on her birthday okay <laughs> i i feel like becca would be someone who thought it was kind of cool I'm not saying the ritual part isn't. I'm just saying like everyone's celebrating Halloween. Like it's not really your Yeah, and she probably liked that because fuck people. Okay. (laughs) Again, she seemed like very like she made her friends group and the fact that one friend, you know, was separating was like a big thing to them, you know? It's not like you who can make friends with different groups all around somehow somehow yeah <laughs> yeah again i connect with becca apparently <laughs> for probably the wrong reasons uh but where the previous movie was definitely about like uh family uh sibling relationship this movie is definitely it hits you over the head. It's definitely like a sisterly bond with, you know, be it they your actual sisters or the sisters you formed uh, through friendship. You're giving me a look like you disagree. No. Okay. No, because the Sanderson sisters, they focus on that and their sisterhood. And then Becca and her friends, they focus on that. I'm just listening. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like I can't stare without you going, what's going through this man's mind? <laughs> You have resting bitch face. I'm just tired. I mean, Sam. But you're right. No, that that is what it is. Because it, it's not even just the Sanderson sisters and that them showing us with that. It's not just uh, Becker and her friends and them showing us with that. In the beginning, uh, what's the witch that they meet? Oh, let's just call her the mother witch. Okay. Um, she's pretty much saying like, there's nothing more important than your coven. You know what I mean? Like, right. So she's starting the movie with that. Like, you gotta take take care of your sisters. They all you got. You know, like, it's that's the most important thing. You know, and yeah, so they they wanted that to be the message. Yeah, and actually, something I thought was a little odd. They kind of made it seem like Winifred was the witch and the other two were not exactly witches where in the first movie it it was definitely like oh all three of them are witches they just have different powers this is kind of like being like winifred's the one who can actually do things and they kind of get the spoils of you know, I disagree. I get what you're saying. I, cause I, that thought crossed my mind. Cause like, and then okay. with, with Becca, it's like, she's the witch and then her friends, but I don't think so. I think it's supposed to be like, 
they need each other, and so they're just not as powerful as Winifred, and and Becca's right. friends are not as powerful as her. They, it's like each coven needs a leader. Mm. But you can't treat the other ones like they're not important because you need them too. You right. know? Um, so I get what you're saying, but I feel like that's not, qu- it's not quite that there's one witch. It's just that there's like a powerful witch who needs her coven to really, you know, I guess do what they're capable of doing. Yeah, it probably just didn't help with uh, Winifred being the more dominant one and like talking down her sisters mm-hmm. in a way, especially when they performed the spell to and then they started getting uh, dark lightning Jedi powers like Winifred. Uh, so and it weirdly put them on like a weird equal footing kind of place where even like Sarah, who's very meek and stuff, was able to like kind of stand up to her sister in a way. <laughs> they lasted five seconds though. <laughs> oh yeah, but you know what? It was five seconds, which was fifty times more than ever before, you know? Mm. I will say like the jokes in this movie, I think I mean it's a more modern movie, uh, and they probably knew this movie definitely felt like it was made for kids and the people who grew up with Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. where I felt the jokes uh, hit more than missed. Like when, um, what was the guy's name? The shop owner? Gilbert. Gilbert. When he was like telling them why he gave them the candle, because he was like, well, it wouldn't work if I used it. And yeah. the one girl had to be like, why not? <laughs> oh ew i'm like that's a grown-ass man but okay <laughs> oh and let's talk about so they didn't bring back anyone from the first movie oh, uh well the witches <laughs> the main well, witches <laughs> well no i i guess i'm talking about like um max allison uh danny they tried to bring back danny that's the one I would think you would try to bring back. Yeah, she she had scheduling conflicts. She was in the Aww. script. Yeah, they couldn't do it. They couldn't make it work. Well, it made her like a teacher or something. But instead, they kind of made Gilbert the connection from the first movie, saying he was there and he watched them disappear. And for whatever reason, he thought they weren't bad people. Yeah, he thought like they got a bad rap, like... And he he kind of became a Sanderson sisters uh, stan. I think that they were kind of making fun of because a lot of people watch horror movies and they relate to like the villain or something or like, you know, like all these murder mystery things where people become obsessed with the murderer and and like they try to like make up excuses for the way that they are. I feel like I I don't know. I just got that feeling because that's a big thing happening right now with all the podcasts as well. And I'm like, he's that guy. He's he's the guy that just has this like he's trying to sugarcoat what they were. They killed children. It doesn't really matter what their story was after that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like I knew that was kind of a thing, but you just saying it like, that's such a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember like when people were like, it's kind of a red flag. If you, um, if you identify with Rick from Rick and Morty, <laughs> like, like you can identify with that, but you also have to like identify why that's a problem, you know? 
like yeah like some of the dark scenes where he's depressed and stuff like yeah haven't got to that point but i i relate to that but i also recognize that's not a good thing Mm -hmm. you know anyway gilbert kind of sucked um (laughs) he decided but i like like that guy too like the actor oh yeah yeah. i think he really made the most of you know he made things funny like that's why so that's another thing you said like the jokes landed was it the joke itself or was it like the way he delivered it because I thought that it wasn't a great joke, but he, the, the way, like, he's so good at, like, the staring off thing, like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He he sells it, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, it's fun. Stumbling he, over his like, words. Yeah, like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he teams up with Billy, and that's a, that's a fun, like, buddy comedy going on in the background of everything. And, and and like talking about Hocus Pocus one versus this, I felt like pretty much everyone was on the same wavelength of character. You know, there was some goofiness. No, you're but also right. like it was you're, a good mesh. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like probably the most like campy character would be Mike, I guess. Hmm. No, yeah, I agree. Um. So, oh man, like you're kind of making me want to rewatch the movie because it seems like you you like it. uh, I liked it. Okay. But, but I prefer the original just off one viewing anyways. And I think it's because I feel like there was a lot more going on in the sequel without it, like coming together in like a satisfying way for me. Like I felt like they were trying to. Okay, actually, this is the perfect way to describe it, and I talked about it with Michelle, is that this was such a fucking current Disney sequel remake thing that they've been doing. It was The Force Awakens. You know what I mean? It was the, it was the thing you already know, slightly different. Right. It was the same exact movie you saw with something a little bit new. You know? We're going to play into the nostalgia and not really deliver a brand new movie here. And, like, I'm just... First off that shit pisses me off. But second, I'm like the little things they did just like in other movies, like, you know, force awakens, or whatever. It's like, dang, that could have been so interesting if that mattered, you know, like I, the opening scene, like the, or the origin, I'm like, that could have been a cool movie on its own. Maybe like if they just focused mm. on that, you know, like they could have done something compelling there. Um, or like, when they do make references, it didn't always hit for me. So, like, one thing you were saying earlier about the first one was like, oh, man, I kind of forgot that there was only really one big musical number. You know, and then in this one, they go like, oh, yeah, they like to sing. And it's like, dude, they, they went to I mean, three. Yeah, they yeah, but have three musical numbers. They did, but I'm saying, like, watching the original, I didn't get the impression that they loved to sing. I was like, right. no, they just had to in that one scene. And then this one, uh, Sarah's Spell is a song. You know what I mean? Like, but other than that, it's not... They're not just singing the whole movie. And then uh, when they return, they just sing right off the bat. And I was like, this feels kind of weird. But but I took it two ways. One, I was like, this feels weird unless the sequel's a musical. You know what I mean? I was like, if this is a musical from here on out, I'm in. (laughs) But it wasn't. (laughs) Right. I mean, they still had like two more like musical scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, but it wasn't the same as like, Right, a musical, you know. Um, 
So it was just like little, it's funny because like you were like kind of nitpicking the first one. Now I'm like thinking like all these little things feel so small, especially like the positive things that you said. I'm like, wow, like that, they did do that well. That, that was fun. That, you know, I, I think I'm not only that, like it wasn't even like when the girls get caught and they're like, oh, actually you can buy de-aging potions at a store now comes with the child's soul, you know? And then I really like that Walgreens scene where um they're drinking the like it, you know the yeah, lotions yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff and then those girls come up and they take a picture and because they had a filter to like pretty up the faces yeah they they're like oh my god we're so young yeah 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 okay I'm so, like oh that's cute that's cute no it was but i couldn't enjoy it as much as i wanted to because they were overdoing it with like you know in the first one i was like oh they weren't there from that time but it was like understated like they knew they weren't from that time so they didn't overreact to things being different in this one they reacted to every little thing i felt like i'm like are they just stupid now like why is everything blowing their mind they should just be like oh that's interesting and move on like the way they were acting with the sliding doors i was like this is ridiculous um the mirror you don't need to have seen one of those to understand the concept Right. <laughs> like, so i was just like what are they doing the filter thing i thought was really good the drinking the lotion that was funny but it's just like they were overdoing it for me so like the whole scene kind of just there's such thing as too much you know what i mean and it just kind of made it like not funny to me even though there was parts that were funny i mean i guess i i don't know like <laughs> i was hooked on it and i was enjoying like these kids were I guess in my mind was doing it a bit more smart, smarter, like manipulating the witches instead of the uh, pretending to the sunrise came up and stuff like that. I enjoyed that dynamic. And then when they got the salt and I don't know, I, I like, and I liked, I liked Becca right away. Yeah. Max took me a while to be like, okay, you're still a fuck boy, but I guess you're all right. I mean, that was kind of, I think, the way they wanted to play it, right? Like, yeah, he, he, he I guess just, he just didn't think <laughs> that. That I could stop right there. I was gonna didn't think from other people's perspective. Didn't think about what he was doing. He was just, you know, it, it was he was similar in that way. But. Yeah, but the and then the problem with that was like he was he is technically the main character. Uh, I'm actually wondering how more interesting the that story could be told if Allison was the main character. You know? I, what I was trying... Sorry, I, just, I don't remember the name of the boyfriend, but that's what I was going to say he was similar to. He was similar in a way to the girl's boyfriend. You know? But, but what we learn about that guy is he's not bad either. You know what I mean? Like It seems right. like he's kind of like a, a douche in the beginning, but really it's like he just doesn't even know what he's doing. He's just a dumb teen. And he feels bad <laughs> once he's like aware <laughs> of the way he's come across to people. Yeah, I, I wrote down communication is the key to a strong relationship because <laughs> they finally like said like, man, you're such an asshole. He's like, what? What do you mean? I don't make fun of you guys. You call us weird because we like witch things. That's making fun of us. I thought I was just making conversation. And at one point he's like, I have so many people I have to apologize to. <laughs> And it's so, uh, yeah, and that's great. And, you know, 
And it, it's nice where it wasn't like, like, oh, Casey needs to break up with this guy. Like, yeah. no, maybe he's okay. Mm-hmm. I love when the witches like forced him to take him to where the mayor lived and they call him the village idiot. Yeah. Like, well, we're lucky we found the village idiot. <laughs> He's just running, screaming to the mayor's house. Uh, He's also a bad influence on Casey. Like, we we can't ignore that. He's the one that convinced the child to throw a party at her house while her father was still in town. Can we talk about how stupid that is? The f- Like, I get every, like, teenage 80s, you know, television show. Oh, they went out of state. They're going to be out of town for a day or two. We're going to throw a party. And instead, it's just like, this guy saw that and went, oh, your g- dad's going to be out for, like, a couple hours? Let's throw a party. <laughs> like, come on, boy. And then the girl goes with it like she's smarter than that. I don't know. Like, I just thought there was like a lot of fun scenes and a lot like smart. Like surrounding the witches with salt, being able to trick them that way. And yeah, I I guess it does play on like the witches not being too smart. But I think that also played up the that the stick of like they are pretty much the three stooges you know yeah but it just seems like it got to a whole nother level compared to the first one and even winifred comes across as pretty dumb in a lot of scenes and i just i don't know it just bothered me true i i guess in the first movie she's the one that first realizes oh they're actually children running around not actual hobgoblins like they thought in the first movie. But again, she was, she thought they were hobgoblins for a while. Uh, <laughs> I would say that like egotistical uh, or uh, that revenge, what uh feeling like going after Danny that comes in play here again as well to get revenge on the preacher's family yeah. by using the maximum power spell. And we talked about it a little bit earlier, but the, they brought back the joke with the vacuum cleaner, but instead it's Roombas. It's a Swifter, and it's Roombas. Uh, I actually thought the Swifter was funnier to me when it first, like, when a Fred came out with a broom, and then it was the Swifter. I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then the rumors happen. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. That's the joke they would make. I think the Roomba one would have been funnier if she was sitting on it. Just one. Instead of standing on two. Like, it just would have been visually more funny looking to me. Yeah, I think they were trying to maybe make an allegory to those um, hoverboards in yeah. my mind. I think so. Like, I don't know. It just... I, I think they probably had to because they, were pro- they didn't just want to cater to um, us. They want to cater to a young crowd. And the young crowd is going to see that and not only be like, oh, Roombas, the thing my mom likes. But also like, oh, it kind of it's like she's on a hoverboard. That's kind of funny. So uh, before I watched this movie, my friend on Facebook, she posted and after watching it saying worst movie ever, waste of time, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's a bit harsh. It is harsh. The ending is corny as fuck. But also 
when the book cried, I cried, you know? <laughs> like, it, yeah. it is kind of sad. It is kind of sad. Even if it's but, corny. But, the, but that's the thing. It could have hit so much harder. I think they just had her monologuing too much there. You know, like, they, they it wasn't right. necessarily the right words. And also, she's just chewing up a green screen. Like, like you could tell, like, she's just standing in front of a green screen. And just she's just the, the lone person just monologuing. Well, it's just... Yeah, it's monologuing, and it's like monologuing like she was a, a Shakespearean actor, like mm. going like, "Oh, you're the new witch now. There's mu- must be something you can do. Clearly, Faust has to check the book." I wonder if they literally weren't there together, and that makes it tough for an actor sometimes. You know, like if you don't have that person to, yeah, connect to. Maybe. <clears throat> um, yeah, it just it 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 was over the top. It kind of, it was like what I wanted to happen in a way, but it just didn't happen the way I wanted. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it could have been better if it was like filmed on location and, you know, uh, or well, I like we're making some, we don't know the actual facts of some of these things, but uh, if what we are saying is correct, it could have been better if on location and all that stuff, but oh no, that was definitely kind of fell. That is okay. I'm like 100 percent sure about that, right? Yeah, because that whole scene was like that whole forest was a fake forest. Like that was right. just yeah, you could tell they made it really dim, and they just you know what I mean. Like it was just a cover for the fact that it's just all effects, right? Like random kind of. Just before I forget. I feel like there's like a subplot that they took out or something because I feel like the mother witch was supposed to be a much bigger part of this movie. I think she was supposed to be more than just in the beginning. They kept showing the bird, which is her. And I was like, right. what the fuck? Like, and also that actress, like, I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso, but like, she's kind of known. And uh, first off, that's a great show and you need to watch it. She's kind of known. I'm like, why would you cast her for one scene? That makes no sense. What? And she's a strong actress. She, you don't think she did really well in just like that, that one scene? Like she was. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I was Man, loving it. I got hooked right away, but also the movie was fun. Uh, <laughs> look, the spider scene was just hilarious to me. You know, just like them, like the whole town freaking out of one spider. <laughs> just, I was like, yeah, fucking stupid ass pilgrims. <laughs> oh, and I just want this. I thought. So in the first movie, like the three sisters, like meet a bus driver. They don't know what a bus is. He's like showing them bus driver is horny as fuck, which, you know, fair. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Especially when fucking Sarah is sitting on his lap while he's like teaching her how to drive. But in this movie, they refer to a car as a small bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. That was one of my favorite callbacks. <laughs> I was I thought that was funny. Oh, it's just <laughs> a small bus. <laughs> it's like Well, it's great because you just don't expect it. It's just like especially if you watch the first movie into the second movie, it's such a slap and like, wait. Oh, that's that's just perfect. That's perfect. Oh, I, I think this is a good lesson, though. Power is meant to be shared. Ah. Like, that's kind of the, the warning in the book about the maximum power is spell. Yeah. Because what, the, what it does, spoiler, 
<laughs> not that we haven't spoiled anything else. Um, it causes the leader witch to become more powerful, but the other two witches have to die or disappear. They don't say die because no, they... No, wait, 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 wait. Okay. No, it only says that you will lose what's most important to you. So okay. if your coven isn't what's most important to you, <laughs> you might lose something else and you still might have your coven. But the three covens that we've seen, like the mother witch implies that that's what happened to her. Right. And um, she lost her coven. We know the Sanderson sisters, Winifred loves her sisters more than anything, especially that opening scene. And then we know Becca, you know, has her two best friends and that, that would be her coven. Right. So, well, I, I feel like for a book for witches, the most important thing for that person is their coven, you know? I mean, I guess. I mean, like, I, it's just, I could, I could picture a witch who has a coven and they're just not the most important thing to them, you know? Like, they're like the perfect person to use that spell, right? Because they're not going to lose them because they don't really care about them. They just kind of need them, unless that's what it means. I don't know. But, um, well, then they lose their eyeballs. Fuck it. But yeah, that's still a good uh, lesson. Like, yeah. I, yeah. It's like our podcast. We share the responsibility. I, I can't even know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what power are you wielding, do you think? <laughs> I, I edit. I edit. I do the social media. Yeah, but what's the power? I. What is the what is the power the podcast? <laughs> I have a stand. You feel, you feel powerful to speak. Yes, that's good. You I'm, should I'm happy too. For you. I do not. <laughs> this explains so many of our conversations, <laughs> where I'm like, John, just you can just do this podcast. You can do a podcast without me. No, no. Uh oh also I found this the weirdest thing. They should have just waited a year and make it the 30 year anniversary. They fucking go so hard in saying like it's the 29th anniversary. It's the 29th <laughs> anniversary. And I'm like, guys, could have gave it one more year, gave this a bit more polish and be able to just be the 30th, but I guess they wanted to push it out for whatever reason. Do you think they're trying to make a franchise more than just They definitely want to because the end of this fucking stupid at I hated this like after the credits the cat jumps onto a shelf and it zooms in and it's like virgin candle no black candle number two or whatever and it's like fuck off mm -hmm. Like, you know what? I will take a television show of Becca and her friends becoming But how do you know coven. that's not what it is? I feel like they're just going to bring back the witches or something. Like, do a third movie. That's, that's the sense I got out of it. I literally wrote down... They could be mentors in a third movie. <laughs> no, I, I wonder if it's going to be... I don't be... want that either, though. I think it would be a TV show, to be honest. Because it's Disney Plus. It's not, yeah. they didn't make it a movie for theaters. So I think that if they bring it back, it would be a TV show. You know, and they didn't cast a bunch of like film actors, you know? Right. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, and, and, and maybe that's why they, maybe that's why that actress who I told you 
is the mother witch like like is in it like maybe she would be a bigger part because she's still the bird flying around like don't know what that's about but <laughs> i don't know I, th I think that they definitely plan to do more but i don't know we'll see if they actually follow through obviously they left it open in the original and then it took as long as it did to get another so 29 years <laughs> not 30 29 so weird again like when i saw that it gave me more like third movie vibes mm -hmm. i would i'm like okay with fucking giving like becca a television show or give me the anim uh the animated version of that i don't fucking care but I mean, you know? they could still do a third movie too. Like, e e like, and it could be Becca. Like, it could still be Becca. I don't know. I, I just want whatever comes next to be. Like I said, I have to rewatch this, want, but I just want it to be better. But you want the sisters to come back? No, I don't care. Okay, because I felt like this was like, yeah, it was corny, but it was a good enough send off, in a way. Like the the maybe not the scene, but the um, the feelings of that scene. You know. Mm -hmm. The emotions in that scene, it felt like a good send off. It does. Like, okay. And also she learns what's most important to her. Right. So I don't think right. she needs to come back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why does she need to come back and be try to live sucking up children's souls? Like where she went is where her sisters are. And that's all she needs. Like, And the credit showed where they went. To a music studio where they can do all the music they want. Like, that's awesome. Like, maybe they'll do a Billie Eilish song or something. That'll be fun. They do seem to know all the songs that came out after their time. Yeah, it's, it was Magical. weird when... What was the song uh, that they did for... That was the main one. Uh, I'm... Oh, God. I'm going to find you. Uh, oh, one, oh yeah yeah i'm gonna get you get you get you yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm gonna get you get you get you i'm like oh wow it's been a minute since i've heard that song but yeah it's probably free to use nowadays <laughs> i don't know i i felt like this had a lot of fun moments and it was paced better than the first movie and it caught me it was quicker paced better than the first movie mm, i, I think know. so i think it moved it's like 30 uh, minutes longer than it needs to be I was a little surprised it was like 10 or 15 minutes longer than the first movie. All right, so maybe I exaggerated. Probably like 10 to 15 minutes longer than it yeah. needs to be. I don't know. I, I don't... Again, I'll, I'm going to rewatch it at some point, but I don't think it's better paced. I, I know what you're talking about. Like, the, those two... Like, there's, there's, there's like momentum stoppers in the original. Yeah. But it's literally like two scenes. And if you took those out, I feel like it would be perfectly paced. Now, in this one, there's nothing quite so, like... Drastic. Like, drastic. But I feel like there's a lot of filler. There's a lot of things that don't need to be. And they're even in scenes that I would have liked ran too long. Like, I was saying, you, you know, you like the Walgreens scene. I'm like, I like parts of the Walgreens scene, you know? But it's probably twice as long as it needs to be. The monologue scene at the end they could have tightened that up a little bit and it could have hit a lot harder. So that's the thing. It's not even just about uh, momentum. It was like you literally, you, you blunted your ability to like pull at my, you know, 
my, my strings here. Right. Like, you could have had me feeling more emotional than I did. Because after a certain point, I was like, man, this is like Peter Parker not dying fast enough in Avengers. <laughs> Just go poof already. <laughs> I don't know. I saw that in theaters, and oh my god, there was a Spider-Man fan, and he's like, no, 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 no. And now it's like, oh, thank you, sir, for showing up. This is a crowded theater, but thank you, sir, for showing up. My God. I wanted to laugh. <laughs> like, everyone else was just boom, 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 instant, and he's just, he just keeps reaching out, and he's acting like he's blind. Like... <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, they don't seem to tell Tom Holland too much information <laughs> for like good reasons. Yeah, he but... didn't know that he didn't even know the context of the scene. <laughs> apparently he was given the script, saw that apparently they've like changed the script on him before. Mm-hmm. And when he got the one that said where he dies, he was just like, What what is this? <laughs> Can't they at least make it believable? And then no, he dies. <laughs> Uh, uh, is is there anything else to add to Hocus Pocus too? I want a prequel. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I honestly, I, when that scene ended, I was like, "Damn, I could have." I think I could have watched a whole movie of that. Okay, so I just checked my notes, and there is a continuity um issue i saw mm-hmm. do you know what i'm talking about the mouth <laughs> is it different i i have something else written down what's the mouth uh uh mary sanderson her mouth tilts to the wrong side <laughs> compared to the original <laughs> okay it, it bothered so, me it bothered me man Okay. How could you have like a uh, physical defect that switches sides? Uh watch um Young Frankenstein. Okay. Have uh, you not seen Young Frankenstein? No. The Mel Brooks movie? No. One of the gags is um Igor or Igor, uh his uh hump changes sides throughout the scenes and it's notice like uh, the actor even like notices it and it's 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 cute um but uh the continuity problem i'm having is they had the original hocus pocus playing in one of the scenes it's the scene where it's the devil like talking no to i know the what wife. you're talking about yeah and that's a problem when they're stating that that movie actually happened it's history you know the movie doesn't exist. That's not a continuity error, though. I get what you're I, saying. Yes, it's, I but used you, it wrong. Because yes, yes, you're yes, acting yes. like they didn't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> a continuity error. I know, I know. Yeah. I, I'm trying to... I'm, I don't remember what the actual... But I think that's why they used the, the scene. They used that scene, but they didn't show them in it. You know what I mean? Like they, they, yeah, they, yeah. It was like a... It was a... Reference for people who... Yeah, know. but it, yeah, I... 
I will say that it wasn't a continuity error, but it was a little distracting because I was just like, why? Like, we're already watching the sequel with the sisters returning. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't need that. I think I would have preferred, like, people looking at vinyl records and seeing uh, the, like, original artists who sang Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, his name is cool. Uh, It's like screaming something. And did you listen to his, like, original... No. Like singing of it? No. Go listen to it. It's it's kind of wild. Like he like his name being um Screaming Jay Hawkins. And he's like also like screaming this he is very you should look him up uh really quick. Just see what he looks like cuz he's awesome. Wait, I think I have I might have heard the original. Interesting. The way he sings it, it's so haunting in a way. It's Yeah, no, I think I have heard it, though. Also, under people also ask how many illegitimate, illegitimate children did Screaming Jay Hawkins have? <laughs> After his death, his friends and biographer, Meryl, whatever, set up a website to trace these children, identifying 33, at least 12 of whom met at a 2001 reunion. He had 33 illegitimate, well, possibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, the next question was, was Screaming Jay Hawkins black? Yeah. <laughs> like, just looking at him, like, come on. Uh, but yeah, that, that was Hocus Pocus 1 and 2. Uh, I guess if I had to give a rating for the movie for Hocus Pocus 2, am I allowed to have point fives? You're talking about I, on your revolutionary three-point scale? Yes, uh, you get to define this. You get to define this. No, then I say no. Okay, it's a three. No, you're fucking bullshit. It's man. really good. It's really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, okay, uh, it doesn't stick the landing. Yes. Is no, it no, corny? No. Yes. But, but even up to it, that point, there was... Okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Just because you liked it better than the first doesn't mean it would be a higher rating. If I was given point fives, it would have been 2.5. You said there was going to be a lot of twos, remember? There was going to be a lot of twos. No, we have two twos at best. (laughs) You at home decide who is correct. Is it a three or a two? I've never been so mad at someone else's rating, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm sure you have. Anyway, thank you for listening to our Hocus Pocus 1 and 2 review. It took a minute to get into the actual reviewing and less storyboarding. That's my fault, but uh, I think we had a good time. I think we had actually really good discussions about these movies. And I would love to hear other people's opinions. You can reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I believe I'm putting the email address where you can reach out to us. I don't check that daily because I don't have to because no one fucking reaches out to us. But if you want to reach out to us and share a suggestion, give an idea for uh, a show for us, we would love to hear it. A reminder to everyone out there, uh, please uh, review, like our videos, share our stuff with people. That's how we're going to grow. Uh, if you like us, 
this this might be weird to I, I this took me forever to kind of understand myself but if i like something there's a chance my friends will also like it so you should share things you like with your friends so if you like us you should share it with your friends i mean that Explains why it's our friends that <laughs> listen to it. I like how you say our friends. My friends. <laughs> no, you have, yes. you have friends who are listening to it. We'll see. I, they haven't mentioned something in a while. I know, because maybe they don't listen to podcasts. You know, they were, they were following yeah, for yeah. a little while and it just... Which was kind of them. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been kinder if they left a review. <laughs> Like, yes, you can hit five stars, and that's fine and dandy. We've been at five reviews with only one person saying something. And maybe in the future, we'll read out those reviews as a thank you. But right now, the only person we're thanking is Michelle. And she's John's boy uh, boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> John's girlfriend. So, and I bought her a video game. So, yeah. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say if you review, I'll buy you a video game. I mean, it's only 20 bucks. That's a part of your marketing budget. Uh, anyway, to close out the show, I think it's just important. I read out this thing on that I Googled. And I, I hope it helps everyone uh, understand today's episode. A weak and contemptible man. A man who has many casual sexual partners. That is the definition of fuckboy. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, let's see. I wrote, you're a witch, Becca. Making fun of your witch, Harry. I thought that was funny when I wrote it down in my book.